When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Charlie and Sterling Gorman are from a little village near Glasgow. When they were young, their fledging band, Murmur, caught the attention of Warner Brothers. The young band thought they had hit it big. It didn't quite pan out that way, and they returned home to lead a, quote, normal life. In their later years, the two have rediscovered their love of music and joy of working together, and their new band, King of Birds, and their new record, Eve of Destruction, are the topic of my conversation with them on this new edition of Americana Music Profiles. So I'm talking to Charlie and Sterling all the way in Glasgow from Virginia in the United States. Welcome, guys. Thanks, Greg. Welcome to you. And do I hi, have... Hi, Greg. Hi, yeah, hi. Hey, and, and do I have it right that the um, that you guys are calling yourself King of Birds? Is that the name of the group? Yes, it is. Yeah, cool. Um. So I, I was looking through some of the uh, the notes that uh, were, were sent over, and it, it seems like you guys kind of had a had an early run at music, and and um, things didn't go exactly as planned, and and had to pause and start over. Is that right? Can you can you give me some some background to that story? Sure. Uh, we played in a, a band called Murmur uh, back in the the early nineties. And we got a deal with uh, Warner Brothers in America. Okay. Uh, so we came over to Austin in Texas. Uh, we spent about three months there and we recorded an album. Yeah. Uh, which was released uh, in 1994. Uh, and then, unfortunately, shortly after that release, we returned back to... UK, Greg, and the band uh, shortly after sort of broke up. So we never really got a, a kind of run at it. We, we okay. recorded that album. That album is still available. Uh, but if that was the band team thing, you know? So you never actually got a chance to to let the record get, get momentum and, and tour the States with it even? That's, that's correct. We, we the record company had actually organised for us to do a, a a tour of the radio stations. I think there's a sort of Delta Pass you can get and do the fifty odd radio station uh-huh. uh, tour, and that lined up for us to do. Uh, but unfortunately, it just kind of fell to bits at that at the wrong time, you know. Yeah. Uh, so it was really a uh, and we, we really just left music for quite a while, you know. Oh, totally. So, uh, so neither one of you you played much after that for a while. No, 
we didn't. We didn't. We just went and did our own, our own, you know, living our lives. And then uh, it was maybe three, four years ago we we really kind of got together and started thinking about maybe trying to write. So the initial idea, Craig, to be honest, was writing songs uh, for a publisher. Okay. So that we could actually pass them on to other artists and right. get other, other artists to record. Uh, so we were really just looking at ourselves as writers, even in the beginning. Uh, but yeah, right from the beginning, that yeah. was the intention. It was never an intention to become artists in uh -huh. our own right. Right. Uh, but the reaction and the feedback we got from people was, you know, really do this and finish what you record and, and actually consider doing it as an album. Yeah. You know, so that was really how it came about. Okay. Uh, because the recordings that we had done, you know, we were really pleased with the recordings. Uh, and as it turned out, consequentially, the album, it just sounds, it sounds like a fully formed album that yeah. was meant to be an album from the start, you know? Uh -huh. How old were you guys That's when... Really the, yeah. How old were you guys when you did that? Uh, mid, I think mid... 20s. Okay. When that was, when the summer was going, yeah. And were you all, um, what got you started uh, younger than that? Were you, uh, did you grow up in a musical family? Was it, uh, you know, uh, school days music? What what prompted you guys to get into music in the first place? Hi, Greg, Stephen here. Um, I suppose where we were from, um, it was a little village in Eldersley. Uh, all our friends, you know, were musicians from early age, from, you know, the age of sort of early teens. And so we're surrounded by friends. They're normally, <clears throat> maybe your friends would be playing sports. Um, our friends are all either playing the drums or playing the guitars or yeah. one of these singers. And um, so we were just in a group of guys that were all yeah. in music. Yeah. We all kind of related to each other's musical taste. Um, so through our, our younger years, um, we were always kind of involved in bands, traveling myself sometimes together in bands, and other times, uh, you know, apart playing in, in separate bands, you know. Um, and as Charlie said, you know, the murmur thing happened in the early 90s and then sort of fizzled out uh, around about 96, I think, it sort of finally was over. Uh, and then we sort of, as Charlie said, you know, maybe three years ago, we would, uh, Charlie had got some songs and we sort of said to myself, I'd like to hear them, and they were fantastic. Um, and that sort of got the ball rolling for, for King of Birds. You know? Yeah, yeah. So were these songs that you had been just kind of writing uh, through the years when you're uh, when the band was off, or did you intentionally sit down and say, look, I want I want to try to write again? The, the latter, um, you know, I think we had individually, sort of in our separate lives, had sort of kept our hand in, if you like, sort of writing songs or playing. Mm -hmm. um, but it was uh, sort of after Charlie had sort of came to me with these songs, I think it was three songs in a demo he, he sent me over uh, that were excellent, really good. And that sort of gave me the impetus to sort of try harder to, to write better as well and yeah. that's when we sort of decided we would try 
En you know, have a concerted effort to, to put some songs together to to, uh, to sell on. Um, which, as Charlie said, screw into this Eve of Destruction album, you know. And when did that come out? That's out now, right? You, you guys released it. No, it's... it's uh, no, it hasn't it's been, Sorry, Greg. Sorry, Charlie. Charlie uh, the, album, the album hasn't been released yet. Okay. And it's been released uh, on the 26th of September. Okay. Uh, so we've just put a couple of songs out from ah, the album so far. Okay. So those are the cuts that I heard, just the singles that are out then? Yeah. Yes. And uh, we're intending to do another two songs. Uh, and the, the the fourth, as I say, the fourth release will be in conjunction with the release of the album. Um, and that should be around about, you know, latter part of September, 26th. And this will be a full-length record? Yeah, it's a 12-song album. Okay. What's the intention then once that comes out? Are, are you guys you're still holding down some sort of other career or, or are you envisioning this as getting back together, trying to make another run at it with a band? It's really dependent on how, how well it does. Um, we, we, we are currently working sort of outside music to sort of pay the bills at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, the ideal scenario would be that uh, the album is picked up and, uh, you know, we could, we could live off the album. You know, that's the, the dreams that are hopefully will become reality, you know. So it really depends on how, how things go with the album. Yeah. Is this going to be strictly a UK release or will it also be released in the United States? Again, Greg, that's dependent on um, distributors. Uh, at the moment, we are uh, sort of looking for distribution. Sure. Okay. Uh, so nothing, nothing tied down yet. Uh, so that would depend on, uh, you know, the physical release would be dependent on distribution. But certainly, uh, digitally, it will be released worldwide on sort of your usual platforms: right. iTunes, Spotify. You know, but physical release of the albums uh, available uh, on vinyl and CD, and subsequently on digital globally. Um, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. And the feel, at least of the first couple cuts that that I was able to listen to, um, the the one in particular, um, uh, "Hard Times for a Good Man." Um, that's a, has a very distinctive. It feels sort of like American alternative country. Uh, was that the intention, or or was it just the end result of what you got when you got done? Uh, I think we, I think from the very start, Charlie here, Greg. Uh, I think from the very start. Uh, we really wanted to, we became huge fans of country music when we were in America yeah. with the band okay. back those years ago. We were living in Austin and Texas. Sure, good place. Which yeah. is a real hub of, 
country music. Right, right. And every night we were out watching bands. Stand of the bands was just off the charts, yeah. you know. Yeah. And uh, it it really just gave us both a, a real love of country music. Uh, and coincidentally, one of our relations, one of our family relations, is uh, one of the top pedal steel guitar players. Uh, and he got really closely involved right from the start with us. Okay. So we did, I suppose we did have that sort of edge of country in in the tracks anyway, with with the ones that we were leaning towards with pedal steel. Uh-huh. Um, so it, it did give that give it that sort of Americana feel, if you like. Yeah. Um, and you know we we loved the the sound. We, we, it was done in a very sort of well, you know, we think it was done in a very sort of, uh, you know, it was just it was very measured in the in the approach of the the, the, the you know, structures of the song and uh-huh. the use of the pedal steel and stuff. Right. But um, no, we're really really pleased with the results, you know, uh, and that song does come across. It's it's just got a kind of sparkle to it, you know. It just it does, yeah. It really does have a. You know, um, so, but no, I t- totally agree. It's got a very kind of alternative country feel to it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I really like the tune. Are you guys getting a chance to play currently? Uh, are you playing out with, with the songs that are on this record? What does it look like for you currently to, to be performing as a musician in your in, in where you are? Uh, there are... Um there are two things that's sterling here, Greg. Um, where we're from, uh, it's just outside Glasgow, uh, which is the biggest city in Scotland. Uh, and there is quite a sort of music scene there, diverse. Because it's not like a city which is sort of predominantly, predominantly known for a particular genre of music. There's right. all it's a mix, mixing bowl of the, you know, one night you can go out and it's punk. The next night will be independent. The next night will be country. So, so um, you know, there's particular nights you can play uh, that you'll sort of get your own audience. Um, but we don't play that much, to be honest. Um, we're sort of just uh, putting out the singles and sort of trying to raise a profile at the moment. We've done a few support slots uh, with sort of named artists locally to, to Scotland. Um, which has sort of got some new fans and, uh, you know, once the record's out, hopefully that'll open doors for, for more shows. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Is that, are you, are you looking or, or hoping to be able to put a band together and hit the road with it? Or are you still kind of of the mindset that you'd like to sell these songs to, to different artists? I know. I think we're, you know, we're now, performers, uh, you know, we've put a name on it, uh, and, you know, we are, we are going to go out as us. Um, we do have a band, as Charlie said, we've got J.B. Holland on pedal steel, and we've got uh, a drummer and a bass player, Alan McEwen and Jeremy McDermott, and a keyboard player called Andy Lucas, who, you know, uh, if, if, generally if we play supports, it will just be myself and Charlie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will play the songs acoustic, um, right. but and and the bigger shows, you know, we, we sort of prefer to um, 
sort of fill the sound so that the musicians that played on the record are the ones that we, we call upon, you know, if we can, um, to play in those types of shows. Um, but uh, it's an expensive business to, to, to hire these musicians, obviously. Um, but yeah, we've got a, we've got a set of guys that we can call upon um, if, if the right sort of show is, is there, you know. Um, as I said, hopefully if the, if the sort of record is in sort of success that they can sort of go out on tour or whatever. Yeah. Um, we do have musicians that um, we, can, we, can, we can bring with us. Or alternatively, uh, you know, Charlie and myself can go out and play radio stations or in stores or, um, you know, just go out sort of on light just with the two guitars, you know. And so there's 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 options there to, to get out and sort of play the play the songs. Are there also uh festivals? Does your music fit in the festival scene there? Yes, uh there's quite a number of festivals um in and around the UK. Uh and quite a few that are sort of pretty much Americana, you could describe them as that sort of genre, that's the sort of bag that yeah, you're going okay. for. Um, we're playing one uh, next month uh, in a little island in Scotland called Millport, which is uh, Millport Country Music Festival. Okay. And I think there's about 50 bands playing it, all wow. of the Americana sort of thing. Uh, it's the 25th anniversary of the festival, and I believe that you know, the promoters are expecting big things for this one, so we're really pleased to be involved with that. Yeah, for um, sure. So that's August the 30th that's taking place. Yeah, good. Yeah. Well, good. So the record comes out, um, you said September, right? Yes. And tell us the name of the record again. Eve of Destruction. And the band is King of Birds. And um, yes. where can folks uh, reach out to find you, maybe listen to a couple of the tracks and get in line for when the record comes out in September? Uh, well, as I said, it will be available. The, the songs will be available to download on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music. Uh, and also... Um, if they want to sort of search and sort of find out more about the band, uh, they can do that through our website, www.kingofbirds.co.uk. Okay. And if you, if you search for us, you'll find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yeah. And the website's got links to all of the social media. Good. Um, and as, as the album comes out, there will be um, sort of news... Uh, through those those uh, outlets, so you know we'll be posting we post regularly on on all the social media. Okay, good. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.